Welcome to the Obstructed View podcast. Good evening, mate. You all right, pal? Yes, yes, are you? Yeah, very well, thank you. Not bad. All good. Yes, yeah, so um, unfortunately, Sheffield Wednesday, I've lost again this weekend. It's a bit of a bad run now, isn't it? Um, C- couple of couple of losses. Yeah, it, I mean the tough games. That's the thing, isn't it? So it, it's hard to stay stay positive. But end of day, it's championship. You're going to get these results. Um, you get to play Coventry again on Friday night in FA Cup for a bit of revenge. So you never know. I know which one I'd rather win. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think Coventry stay the same, and I'll want them to be honest. But yeah. Good, uh, good away following from them. Back looks things on tell. It looked absolutely ramming uh, lower. Yeah, strange at least because ever since Newcastle last year, it's been kind of. I mean, I don't know whether they sold less on top and more on bottom, but that's the fullest I've seen that for a good load of years. To be fair, uh, the bottom bottom tier at away and uh, I mean Coventry on a high, aren't they? It's that, that sort of fixture where you probably this time next year if Coventry are doing crap, they probably sell half the tickets. Not even that, do you know what I mean? But yeah. I'm not saying Coventry fans are rubbish or anything like that. To be fair, but. They're not known for selling out away ends religiously, are they? But fair play to them. Yeah, I think if they were in playoffs and you know, like maybe a Leeds or an Ipswich had not got that, um, not got that uh, promotion spot, I think uh, you never know with them. Maybe, maybe not enough. We'll see if they get injuries and that in the future. But yeah, so we'll move on now. We'll just talk about the Casey Palmer incident to start with. Um, get it out of the way. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> we really don't want to be speaking about abuse on the podcast and um, it probably would have been easier if we just left it out to be honest but I think from the conversation we've had earlier it's like sort of we recognise the severity of the abuse and that given to Casey Palmer it was on Saturday and it, I think it's a bit too important kind of not to mention it do you agree kind of thing yeah yeah we, we have to talk about it um, yeah obviously not good not a good look for the club um, just yeah not shouldn't be not even forget a football game, it just shouldn't be anywhere, should it, in society? So, but it's just a bit more prominent at a football match because it seems to be some people think it's more acceptable. Like him that's done it wouldn't, wouldn't do that, probably going down the street, would it? Do you know what I mean? No. So, but for some reason, some idiots think that it's, it's fine to do a football match. But uh, every club has them, some probably more than others, and that sort of stuff. But unfortunately, I was uh, one of our idiots as. Um, gone a bit extreme and gone a bit too far with it and, and hopefully he gets I just don't think he's been as we're recording this on Monday he's not been named or no, I, don't think, I think there's still, still the club and police are still trying to look into it probably all images and stuff like that but uh, yeah hopefully they find who it is and give him a, a ban and uh, obviously police get involved now these days don't they all that sort of stuff so yeah uh, yeah, like I said, all, all clubs have them. I think we've all had an incident early on in the season, which we didn't really... I think that was before we did the podcast, to be fair. Yeah, well, um, yeah. And, and then this just, you know, makes it worse. It kind of makes Wednesday fans look in a bad light, which is not, not the case whatsoever. But it's it's not a good look, is it? And no. It's something that needs, needs kicking out the game. It's, I know it's been a thing for, since we were kids. Yeah. All that sort of stuff, but uh, it's just, yeah... Not not a good look at all, but I do I do think football's got better generally as a sport. We, to be honest, I can remember when I was a kid, like it was pretty normal, racist chanting and things was like you know yeah. lots of songs and stuff. I think a lot of the chants have gone, aren't they? I mean, there's still one or two like you've seen it. We when people go to Chelsea and there's one or two other little things, isn't there? Sometimes um, still goes yeah. about, but in fairness, like it used to be like normal, and you everyone was singing it. We are like certain songs 
whether that be racist songs, homophobic songs, all that sort of stuff, and it were normalised in a way, wasn't it? Which it's not anymore. Like you don't oh, see. Yeah, I think last, last few years it's been called tragedy chanting or whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah Munich just... disaster, Hillsborough, Chelsea. You know, it's still there, but I think it's a lot less common. And I think we're talking about it because it's a bit more of a shock now again. Which is it's twenty twenty four and it end of day. Yeah. Um. To be to be clear, I'll just say this. To be clear, we don't in any way defend or excuse uh, the abuse. Um, show racism the red card points towards a societal issue which most fair people probably accept it's not just football it's society mm. um, it wasn't the only high profile uh, racial incident this weekend in European football AC Milan goalkeeper Mike Manyong was also abused by Udinese fans uh, both UEFA and FIFA have commented on both incidents and condemned them um, Jeff they walked Wendy. off, didn't they? The yeah, Milan they walked players. off, didn't they? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I suppose the only thing we are game, it was right at the end of the game. It was literally the last kick of that. Literally the last kick, pretty much. So it wasn't really going to be walking off. Whether they would have or not, I suppose we would have never known. But they, they were never going to walk off and the ref pretty much were blowing his whistle any second after. It was right at the end. Yeah, so we've we touched on it, really. It was kind of um, a bit of banter all game and uh, Palmer was abused right in the 94th minute, I think. Um, Sheffield Wednesday and Coventry City both condemn any form of abuse, discrimination. Wednesday called it abhorrent and wholly unacceptable. Um, I think the only... statement was good. It's pretty quick, wasn't it? To be fair. <laughs> yeah, I mean, uh, Wednesday's put out a statement. Obviously, I'm guessing they're looking for the, the person or people involved. Um, Barry Bannon's been on doing a bit of media today in our talk spot on Sky, I think. Um, just sort of giving the captain's view about what happened, I think, more than anything. Because kind of, obviously... A bit of confusion, wasn't there, to be fair, what had actually gone off for a lot of people. Yeah. Um, and that were it, that's, that's it, really. Hopefully, the guy gets dealt with. Um, yeah, I mean, th- before that, all that as well, uh, there was a load of like to and fro, and we, especially that side. So, I'm on the other side of the cop, to be fair, but Casey Palmer was on the left side, yeah, down, down the north side, down the north wing, I suppose, where he was playing. And oh, most of the second half, just before they scored the second goal, that's when. He was given a bit to the crowd. I think he went to go and get a corner, um, and he was given a bit, and the crowd were giving it him back a bit. It happens most, but when someone, especially in a away play, usually gives a bit to to own fans. And I think when they scored, he were giving it a bit, which is which is all fair and all that sort of stuff. Yeah, no, yeah. Nothing that's not doesn't happen in most in a lot of games up and down <laughs> the country. But uh, and then obviously a lot of Wednesday fans were just you know giving him a couple of chance, like nothing offensive, nothing a uh, nothing too far. That stuff. And then just I said one idiot just has to take it too far. That's all it takes, isn't it? Really? Yeah, yeah. Wednesday, obviously, they're not just a football club; they're like an institution, really. So it's up to them now to deal with that person. It's not, it's not for anybody else to do it. People saying our oh, fans should do this X, Y, Z. You can't just go and assault someone in ground and grab yeah. all. When it's up to Wednesday to deal with it now, and I think, and I think police, the police as well. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It'll happen again, and it won't be at Ulster. It'll probably be somewhere else. And, well, you, know, they, you remember, I think, was it pre-COVID or just after COVID? It was the Chelsea. There was a big couple of ones yeah. at Chelsea with Raheem Sterling, weren't they? All that sort of stuff as well. So yeah, and it happened in Spain Luton, quite a lot. A Luton fan, a Luton player at Bramall Lane a few weeks ago, something was said. So, yeah. you know, there's, it happens a lot, I think, unfortunately, still. Um, probably good that it's been highlighted, but not for Wednesday, really. Just that's all. That's, yeah. that's, that's I think it just, it's just worse because we had something in on it season. We two other idiots, do you know what I mean? So, yeah. yeah but... Hopefully they find him. I mean, he won't be going back if he if he, he knows who he is and he's uh, he's probably shitting himself to be honest, and rightly so. But yeah, I think that's probably enough enough said on that. Isn't it? I don't think there's any much else to say. 
No, let's carry on. So we'll go on to the match then. Uh, Coventry City v Sheffield Wednesday. Um, it were a bit of a kind of difficult game for Wednesday this one, I think, weren't it? Right from the off. So the starting lineup, we'll go straight to the lineup. James Beadle made his debut in goal. Yeah, to be fair, I know we'll talk about the match more in general, but I thought he was steady. He looked a lot more calmer on the ball. He, he did kick it out once or twice and all that sort of stuff, and maybe not every. Every ball he played went to his man and all that sort of stuff. But he, I thought he was steady. He looked for an 18, 19, you know, I think 19. Looks all right to me. I, I wouldn't stay at minute where he's a lot better than Dawson, but he certainly looks more like confident. He's quite big as well, to be fair. So I thought, yeah. And I, I think uh, we said that he's going to have to start first home game and he's going to play him. And, and we, I think what we said all happened. I think everyone were knowing, knowing that he was going to come in. Yeah, I think we kind of expected that Masaba would probably be taken out of the game. Um, he's sort of been a bit off it last few weeks. Um, the team looked not too bad. What did you think about the rest of the team? Yeah, I think the midfield with Volks coming back in. The, I think the only thing I thought that maybe, um, I don't know, we've been asked a question on it and we'll talk about it in more detail later on, but I thought maybe Momo Diaby might come in and, or, or Byers, but he's clearly going with the the Liam Palmer in centre midfield sort of thing with Volks and Bannon. But I think yeah, Windass was always going to play. And in fairness to Gasama, he's, he's, he's been playing a little bit better on him than Masaba recently. So that's why he's earned his place. So I think the only shock or the main shock was obviously that um, Fletcher had come in, but maybe that was Danny rewarded him for not too bad sort of off the bench appearances recently um, mm-hmm. and giving Kadimata a bit of an extended rest. But it didn't really work, if we're really honest. But yeah. I, I don't. I wasn't really kicking off because um, I suppose if someone earns it and they've been working hard in training, then do you know what I mean? Why not give him a give him a give him a chance? But that's kind of second time he's been given a chance to start under Danny, like in home games, and both times he's he's just done. Honestly, he's just done nothing. I feel like he's better off the bench, to be honest. Yeah, so I listened to just a like sort of ten fifteen minutes of Radio Sheffield before, and it was kind of talking about uh, the team and how it lined up. And they were kind of moaning about the midfield a bit. And uh, I think the problem was, like, what people had said about the Southampton game was why they'd not put Palmer centre-mid again. And obviously they put him centre-mid. So he's kind of went back to that. He hasn't really got many options, has he? So no. I don't really know what he can do. I, I know you know, we'll talk a bit about that that sixth position in a bit, but he is limited by the players he's got in here. <laughs> yeah, I mean, again, yeah, it must be that Momo Diaby's not fully fit. And obviously he just doesn't fancy Bayers, does he, that much? And in fairness... Baez is not the same player that we all knew from last season, so he's not earning his spot. Every time he has played, he's not done too much. I'm not saying he's been awful, um, but he's not been fantastic or not been as as what we know he can be like uh, ever since they had that injury end of last season. So, yeah, I, di- I didn't really look at the team and go, bloody hell, what's he done? I thought it was, just, it was a team that probably could compete. And in fairness, they did, they did compete, especially the first half. Um, anyway. Yeah. So, I mean, the Wednesday, the Wednesday team was four changes. Coventry, it was an unchanged team. So, you can see they've got a pretty settled team. Yeah. They're not doing bad in league. They're sixth in the league after that result. So, they're having a pretty good season, really, especially when they've had a few big-profile players left in summer, like Gayo Kres and Hamer and some big players for them. Um, it was kind of all Coventry early doors, wasn't it, really? O'Hare and... Uh, uh, well, we they changed this round, so we kicked towards cop first half, which is never good. Yeah. Which is always, oh god, um, other than Peterborough game, obviously every Peterborough we kicked towards cop. To be fair, but 
Um, I think first ten fifteen we were we were we were fine. To be fairness, I thought we were yeah. we were we we I think Windass had half a chance where he tried to cut his, cut it inside or I think if he'd got the shot off, it'd have been blocked. Where we we took the again we, with that pressing took the ball off him. Um, Johnson whipped across in the definitely the kitchen. I think it was um, that they got from Barnsley nipped in front of Fletcher and put it out for a corner. We were you know we were getting the ball off him. We'd be, as much as they were also you know getting up. Our end of, um, around our box as well. We're a bit, I thought first 15, 20 minutes were pretty even, pretty much until, I'd probably say until the goal. I know the goal was near half time, but there wasn't really much in it. I think they shaded it, but I think probably at half time, 0 0 would have been a fair one, if I'm honest. Yeah. So for the first half, looking at stats and that, pretty even. Conjured a bit more possession. Shots on target, pretty similar. Shots on goal, pretty similar. Yeah. Obviously, yeah. one of them was a goal for. Um, Coventry and it was a pretty straightforward goal, wasn't it? By the sounds of things, um, Ben Sheaf. Yeah, well, you got both of them, but the first one, in fairness, great finish. The, my only complaint is um, how Bannon just completely dives in, and it's a, yeah. it's a great, in fairness, it's a great turn, a great finish. Thing. Keeper's got no chance, no matter how good a keeper we've signed or whoever we had it in it. I think you know, nine, no. nine, nine times out of ten, I think that goes past most keepers, uh, so no one can blame keeper, but. My my biggest complaint is if he stays on his feet, he can't get the shot off, can he? And he has to think about it a bit more. He made the space by Bannon diving in. So um, I'm not going to go too hard on him, but if he don't do that, then they probably don't score. Yeah, he sent Sheaf for a hot dog to be fair. Yeah. Sheaf sent Bannon for a hot dog to be yeah. fair. Just dived in. No, no need on the edge of the box to dive in like that. This is just not an edge yeah. of the box. A little bit of quality, really, weren't it? And that's the difference in the first half. Yeah. Um, I think he played quite well, that Sheaf. I, I know he's a decent player, actually. I can remember him. I think I had him one of my football manager games when I was a bit younger. <laughs> I'm sure he's uh, captain, like... I think, as well for them, in fairness. Yeah. I think he is. Uh, he's, he's one of them. Same with a couple of others. Obviously, they got O'Hare. Um, he's out of contract with some of that O'Hare, you know. Yeah, there'll be a lot of championship clubs after him. I mean, Coventry, I mean probably sign with Coventry, would he be? They've got Never a good know. team, but they got, I think what impressed me the most about Coventry were the, they were organised at back. We, we we got in behind once or twice, but it, it were it were hard. Do you know what I mean? It weren't like it were like it were against the foot against all. We got in behind really really easy. Um, I think against Coventry a lot harder, but I think their midfield midfield's the strongest part of them. To be fair, yeah, I think Danny almost needs that kind of defensive midfielder, doesn't he? Really, yeah. Bannon might, might might not actually be in that position where he's then diving on the edge of the box. Well, but... that's what Bannon can do. He he gets he get he, he, it's good sometimes, and it, it and it and it goes in your favour. Then the other time, it costs your goal like that when you know, people get a bit erratic and dive in a bit. Half time. Then, how did you feel at half time? Did you thought well, bit been a bit lucky, do you reckon? Or... Yeah, I, I, I felt. We we were obviously still in the game. One nil's nothing, especially when you're at home. We've we've been there recently as well with QPR and and some other games where we've been behind and come back and all that sort of stuff. So, uh, and then reverse with Cardiff and we were winning one and they beat us two one. So doesn't mean it's over. I was thinking I knew we had to get an earliest goal. In re- in reality, we had to get the goal around the time that Coventry got the second goal. <laughs> ironic, do you know yeah. what I mean? Uh, yeah. And that that was the the killer one, but. Yeah, I felt felt fine. I felt obviously unlucky to be behind. Coventry probably shaded it, like I said, but um, it, you who knows what could happen second half. It's one of those in it. We'll see what happens, and and obviously it didn't go go to plan. But I wasn't wasn't like, well, we're definitely going to lose this sort of mentality. 
Yeah, so he didn't change anything at half-time. And Wednesday came out and they sort of had a bit of a go at the beginning of the second half. Barry Bannon had a shot. Went right over the bar, didn't it? I think it was uh, a lob. <laughs> yeah, it was literally straight after kickoff, pretty much anyway. But, um, yeah, it was a strange one, really, the lob. I felt like maybe he should have done a bit better, but it was a good um, a good counter-attack. And, yeah, if he had a right foot, he, he, he probably scores, doesn't he? But he tried to kind of outside left. Because it went right side, so he, he, that's problem sometimes when you've you know, your weaker foot's not great, then you have to overcompensate and it makes you probably miss a chance that maybe you could have got on target on if it was on your better side, wouldn't you? Yeah, it just seems a lot like Wednesday kind of they were having sort of shots from Liam Palmer also had an effort, but it's not really Liam Palmer you weren't having a shot really. Is it? No, I, what I felt like the second half, especially after they got they got the second. I felt, and even when we got one back, to be fair, I felt like it was a lot of up and, I mean, probably fair play to Coventry, a bit, a bit of fair dues to Coventry defensively, but we weren't getting those patterns of play, those playing through the lines and through the third sort of thing going. It were really hard to get going. I don't know if that was us or more of them, but yeah. it was a lot of up and puff rather than, if you think about the old game that was on telly, like there was, you could see the patterns and, and what we were trying to do. We didn't always come off, but you could see it, whereas... It, I was sat, yeah. sat there on Saturday thinking it's kind of it's a bit off and puff. It's a bit like we're just seeing what happens. And that, I don't say that was definitely the case, but that's what it, it just felt like yeah. more than anything. And that probably is more down to Coventry as much as it's uh, down to us. Yeah, and um, after the second goal, he made four subs. Um, yeah. yeah. Modern, was... modern day, you know, you're watching football in 2024 where you got four four subs lined up. I think it was a kind of a, looked a bit lost at that time, maybe, making those subs there. Or... Uh, well, kind of worked, didn't it? Straight after we, we pretty much got a goal straight after, only for like five minutes or so after all the subs. But yeah, if it was the right thing to do. It's not like we were playing brilliantly and no. the people that came off not they deserve to come off, but like Fletcher yeah, had to come off. Uh Volk's a defensive midfielder for kind of do you know what I mean? It's just, it's not like it well Volk's having a bad game, it's just you've got to sacrifice, aren't you, sometimes and all that sort of stuff. But yeah. Four subs and um Windass works the goalkeeper and not long after follows in, doesn't it? Um two one, I mean it was just kind of Wednesday building a bit of pressure on, on Coventry. We were probably quite happy with 2 0 at the time, weren't they, really? I think. Um, they, I, I saw bits of it, so I, I kind of was watching. And I, I think Wednesday would, would got a goal back, and I think it was Malik Wilkes. And it, yeah, the easiest pass, Wednesday <laughs> had a bit of momentum, and he just passed it straight out. I, don't oh, know what, I was hoping you weren't going to think that. <laughs> that was so bad. Yeah, it, it, was, it was like a counter attack as well. They yeah. took, took the ball off him. And he were, he, they were, I don't know who it was on the whether it was uh, Valentin or someone else, whether it was one of the wingers or I don't know to be honest. But whoever was on the right side, it was just such a simple. The next thing would have crossed, wasn't it? From there, yeah, so. passing to him out wide. Wilkes can bomb it box, but you've also got obviously uh, you'll have Windass, Kadamatri on at that time, whoever else, all that sort of stuff, and Ugbo. Yeah, Ugbo would come on as well. So yeah. Um, and you, you just kick it straight. I don't even know. I mean, Wilkes is—he's not hardly played, has he? To be fair, but no, no. He, but when he has played this season, he's done absolutely nothing. Last season when he did play, he weren't too bad, but you know, different league, so probably makes a bit of a difference. But I don't care what league he's in; um, he should be passing that straight to his own player. Doesn't matter, does it? <laughs> but it was rubbish. Yeah, it was just kind of a bit of a. 
desperate attempt then from Wednesday, really, when Ellis Sims nearly made it 3 1. Um, yeah, probably should have scored. Should have scored, I think. Yeah. yeah. Far post, wasn't it? Yeah, went past the far post. I don't really remember Wednesday having much more than that. Was it Goldmouth Scramble? Was that Wednesday? Yeah, that was pretty much it. I think because ball getting lumped into the box last five minutes for a bit of injury time, wasn't there? Yeah, like I said, it was like he got a bit desperate and a bit off and puff. That's what just what it felt like. There were no real, you know, building up and and doing what we've probably been good at since we've had Danny come in. It was just a bit of desperation, a bit of a puff. But that sometimes happens at end of games, doesn't it, when you, when you need to get near the goal. But just wasn't to be. Didn't really get any major chances. Didn't really work the keeper. That was probably my disappointment after 2-1. I don't think the keeper really got worked properly. Yeah. Um, Coventry City will be made up with that result, to be fair to them. They probably just about deserved it, maybe. Um just maybe a little bit more quality in front of goal as well again. I think it's Wednesday's story it's season, isn't it, really, a lot of the time. Um, the thing is, Wednesday, like what we said in the last podcast, Wednesday are not drawing any games. They're either losing or winning. And what did we say last time? Wednesday, if they're not going to win, they need to try and pick up a few draws. And this probably might have been one of them, you know what I mean? Well, Huddersfield, the only reason why Huddersfield are not in bottom three is because they keep getting draws. Obviously, yeah. you want to be winning... I don't want to be drawing. I want to be winning games and I'm sure every other Wednesday fans the same. But I said it before the game, we need to start drawing games that we just don't look like we're going to win. So you think about, I know Cardiff, we were a lot better than them at home and we were winning 1-0. Should have made it 2, lost 2-1. But when it's 1-1, you know, we shouldn't, shouldn't be losing the game. There's been other occasions and Saturday was a good example against Coventry. Can, you know, we're, we're in a game, we're, we're, can we... Can we Get back into two two and you know just take a point, but we just don't seem to draw, can we? And also we just we keep con- other than Preston conceding, yeah, keep conceding. So we'll be just making it too hard for ourselves. We're needing two goals every game to 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 at least get a draw, and that's the issue with conceding. It's the only Preston I can think of in recent times where we've kept a clean sheet. I know cup game, but I'm on about yeah, in league games wise, yeah, I can't think, I can't think of the last time we kept one. I'm sure that it will be, but Preston other than Preston, I can't think of one. I guess it's a lot to do with the style of play in a way because it's so, it is quite attacking and offensive. So Wednesday, they're either probably going to get a few goals and win, or they're going to concede a few and lose. But um, you look at that kind of blade result. I've heard a few people saying they dominated West Ham. They didn't. They just got a last minute equaliser, and everyone mm. feels good about it a little bit, even though they're in a bad position. Yeah, and that's the difference. Wednesday now I feel a little bit like oh no, we've got a cup yeah. game at weekend. I know Coventry deserved that. Probably deserved that result, but. Going forward, they've got. I think Wednesday's got to try and just. It's points what matter end of day, and I know it's, it's it's what keeps you up in the end. Well, those couple of draws can keep you up. I know you need wins in between, and you're always going to lose games. It's the championship. Like Leicester are going to lose games. You know what I mean? All that sort of stuff. But it's then one or two draws when you shouldn't really get a draw. Yeah. Or that, that can I'm not saying keep you up, but can keep you up at end of season. That do you know what I mean? That could mean the difference between drawing today yet yeah, on Saturday could have been the difference. End of season, us being a point above Huddersfield and, and QPR at the end of the season, it might not be, but you yeah. know, when it comes down to it, cold light of day, it could well send us down the as an ability to just get a point now and again, especially away from home as well. well we've seen Rotherham do it a couple of times now, they've just done it at Millsborough and they've just done it at um, they did it at Southampton early in the season. And yeah. if they they're poor side, if they can do it, Wednesday can definitely do it. So, yeah. I, I think maybe it's just. Understanding sometimes when you're in game that management kind of thing, like 
maybe we just need to tighten up here and take this point. Or I mean, a classic example, and the one the one time they have only done it from when I've watched them is, is Preston. Yeah, they 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 did realise that do you know what we're in a game here second half and we're going to have to probably think after what about fifty five minutes we're probably going to have to just dig in and. and part of the bus and that's what they did to some effect and it worked and I think if we went and played football against Preston and opened up like we we have done in a lot of other games Preston probably go and get a goal let's be honest they probably get a better chance and stick it away Yeah so um, before we move on to the Friday game we're, we're trying to just thought I think um, you asked on the Twitter earlier if somebody Oh before we it. go to that actually can I just say I yeah. don't want to because we, all we do is talk about it every every week on on both podcasts but that referee was disgusting and how bad he was. Absolutely. I just wanted to say I don't want to have a big run and go into it. And he didn't cost us the game, by the way, because no. I'm not I'm not using him as an excuse. But he was absolutely shocking. The worst one I've seen all season. It was yeah, rubbish. A, I've seen a number of um quite decent journalists say similar. So you know I mean unbelievably it's not bad just Wednesday fans that now. Yeah. So so bad. I don't even want to it'll make me angry just talking it was disgusting. <laughs> After 30 minutes, it just happened. You suddenly think the referee's all right, and then after 30 minutes, you're just thinking, what's going on? No control again no, whatsoever. Both, both all the way through. Oh, yeah, for both teams. I'm not saying he was yeah. know, just bad for us. He was some questionable decisions that went that went against uh, Coventry as well. Um, but just inconsistent, no control of the game. and just I had no idea. I know it's a chant that everyone sings all the time, but genuinely no idea what he was doing. But anyway, yeah, move on because I'll just get angry about it. Yeah, I think just... I'm sick gen- of talking about him. I'm, I'm generally, done. as a football point, I, I think we've got a problem with Premier League down to non-league. I think they've just got to start looking at bringing some foreign refs in. If you do that at the top level, it trickles down a bit, doesn't it? I think you've just got to do it. Personally. Shocking. Honestly, mate, shocking. Just, yeah. yeah. So, yeah, you asked a Twitter earlier question. Um, and one that came in was kind of about what can Wednesday do to sort of plug that gap in midfield. Is there anything else in the squad to play that sixth role? Um, I think they suggested playing Momo Diaby there, and he's not been playing Diaby, has he? What do you reckon? Yeah, well, he, he had his little cameo against Old, didn't he? And, yeah. um, did he come on or play against Cardiff? I'm not quite sure. I can't remember. I didn't go. I think did so. Um, so yeah, he's not really. Oh, he did have a long injury. What he had about what three or four months. Out. Yeah. Played one under twenty threes, under twenty ones, whatever it is, and then come off the bench against all. But he's been on the bench every time, so he's fit. So it's not like he's, you know, he's, he's not just filling had, numbers up now. Yeah, he's not like he's had a, you know, a, a lapse of his injury again. It's a reoccurrence of it and all that sort of stuff. But um, yeah, but, he's he's the one. Unless we can get some signings, which we'll talk about in a bit. But unless we get someone else in, he's the one that plays that. You know, in a, in a, in a way weird way that he's big tall midfielder he's one that plays that deep line six but can break forward at the same time because he's got you know, he's big he's strong all that sort of do you know what I mean well he can't be worse than Deshaun Bernard there can he or Palmer you know, I, I think Palmer time. probably had some good games and some bad games hasn't he but yeah. I mean it's obviously an issue and I've, we're going to go on to the transfer situation and obviously Wednesday don't seem too keen on spending much so it's going to have to be creative by the looks of things I think Danny yeah, um, yeah, but I I do think that Diaby is is the answer. If he get if he's if he is fit, and we can't, I mean, or or Danny just he's not, you know, he's not pulling, he's not do, pulling his weight in training. We don't know, do we? Don't know what it is. I'm sure if he carries on, a journalist will probably want local journalists will ask him in his pre-match or post-match interviews. But yeah, he is the one. 
because um, clearly you don't really fancy buyers. Volks is in and out. Um, Bannon's always probably going to play in it, but it's just that you know who's going to play in that that holding one because Bannon's not 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 an older midfielder, and neither is really Volks at this level. He could probably do it in League One, but I just don't think Volks. He's a bit more of a box-a-box sort of midfielder, mm. same as Bannon, I suppose. But just that sitting one who can... Because if we are going to play attacking, you need you need that number six. That's why I think Paul did ask a good question, because it, it, we do need that number six if you're going to play like we play. You yeah. need someone that can go across both ends of the pitch from that sort of deep sitting in front of the defenders and mop up anything that needs mopping up, and we just don't have it at the minute. I think it's probably good to go into a transfer situation now, to be honest, because I think um, I think it were Alex Miller with the Sheffield Star, and he said that Danny Rule has, has shown a little bit of frustration with a, a number of deals falling through yeah. or um, not going through last minute, um, and maybe going to lesser clubs like in League One. It seems. Um, do you want to talk through him a bit? What's going on? Uh, I think I think there's a target that's gone to Portsmouth. Yeah, but I've, I've, so and there's obviously that Connor Coventry that went to Charlton, but I think they were oh. more. In, I think they were more in that. I think the Coventry, the Coventry one that went London, to, well, yeah, it stayed from West Ham, stays in London. They gave him a three and a half year deal. I very much doubt we were given a three and a half year deal, guaranteed playing all that sort of stuff. So I think they were more in that than just don't want to go to Wednesday sort of thing. But the other, the other one I don't know much about. I don't know much about the player. But my my, my biggest concern is a couple of things. So. A, the players that we're going for, are they better than what we've got? Or probably not. We, we, we don't, you wouldn't really know until you signed them. But we need players that are, are going to be top five at team. So if you're signing a player, obviously all signings can go wrong. I, I understand that. But you need a signing that's going to excite you and also think, bloody hell, like he's going to go straight into that lineup and he's got to play. Whether he does well or not, we'll, we'll, we'll see. But we're not, we're not, there's nothing at the minute that makes me think that them signings are going to happen. We've clearly got no money. The chairman's not going to, he's clearly not going to spend any of his own money anymore because we've got no money. He's probably got no money. So it's just not looking good. We're just scraping barrel for signings and it's, it's concerning. And if we go down, that's going to be one of the reasons why we go down. And this is what happened last year. Why we, one of the reasons why we didn't get automatics is Plymouth and Ipswich spent money, got good signings in, rather loans or permanents, Ipswich especially, we a couple of couple of million that they spend. We signed one player, which is Aidan Flint, to cover Mark McGuinness. Didn't sign anybody else, and look what happened. We had to go through playoffs, and this is my fear is the exact same, but the other end of the table is going to happen uh, this season. Yeah, so Wednesday missed out on a f- Arsenal forward, um, Mika B- Bereth. Who was yeah, got... being close to a deal, but he went to Austrian side Sturm Graz. Yeah. Um, Again, I think that was one of those where we were we were in for it, but I don't think we were ever. Never thought they were getting it over live. Yeah, it would have been. It seems all right to be fair. A lot of Arsenal think quite well of him, but uh, foreign a foreign club comes in. I don't. We were at Motherwell before, wasn't he? So, yeah. Well, we're just getting. It doesn't matter who comes up against us. Clearly, they're offering to pay more more wages, aren't they? Or or whatever. At the minute, as I said, even if we signed him, do you? No one can confidently say he's going to come in and, and be good. Same no. as Ugbo, might be might be good, give him a chance, so that sort of stuff. But we need signings. That's good. I'm not saying we need to be signing the best players in the championship, but we need to be signing players that come into our team, and you go bloody hell, they're gonna they're they're straight in, no yeah. doubt. Do you know what I mean? And we're not 
even links with players like that, never mind signing anybody like that. I mean, the keeper's the keeper. That's completely different. But outfield players, we're not, we're not even linked with them, never mind signing them. Yeah, so um, as well as the lack of incomings or the lack of money being spent, there's also rumours of Michael Smith and Derby County. But it seems like Wednesday <laughs> are asking for too much or it's just not... It's not gonna, it's not gonna happen really. By the sounds of things. <laughs> uh, yeah, same. We always, if he always does it, doesn't he? Chan he always wants more than what the player's worth. He did it with Johnson, didn't he? I mean, it's probably a good thing in the end because we'd have had, to, we'd have just been able to recall him if not. But Derby wanted Johnson when Cisco banished him, and uh, they wanted a. I think they wanted a significant loan, so they, they're offering to pay pretty much most Wage. of his wages. Yeah, but they also want a significant loan for him. I mean, a lot of loans these days do get fees, but they've. In football league, the very minimal uh, fees, um, and they want a quite a considerable whatever that is. We're not, not going to know, are we? But it's just you know typical. Rather than offload the wages, and those wages can go into getting a decent signing, loan or permanent, all that sort of stuff. He doesn't know how to trade players. That's what we've never done since we've had him. Um, Johnson as well. We Ipswich. What, what do you think about that one? With the one million pound. Offer. I don't know. I, I, it just doesn't seem like they would offer it. And I, I, I know mental, some people, <laughs> yeah, some people are saying it is an offer. Other people are saying Wednesday have had no offers, um, but they're in talks. I mean, it just seems like a lot for somebody who's out of contract in six months, doesn't it? 30, 34, is he? Uh, 33, yeah, 33. Yeah, 33. So, I mean, he's maybe got a couple of seasons left in him. We don't know the fitness of the of the, of the fellow that come. You know, Ashley Young plays for Everton and he's 38. So, I don't know. Players die going longer, let's say that. You know what I mean? It's not unusual. Yeah, I mean, he's, he's obviously... He's, he's, he has been good and he's a far by far the best crosser of a ball that we've got in our team. Um, but the only rumours going around is some of them are saying we don't... Even though he's, he might not be out of contract, if there are, if that is true, you can't be out of contract at the end of the season. Unless Wednesday have got, like, um, an optional extra yeah, year or something like that. That, that were my guess, but... They've, they did give him a year, but the but the club has the option on him. So, so Hendrick has he gone back now? I can't remember. God knows, it's not been confirmed at the minute. So, no. so uh, don't know. Uh, what I would say on the Johnson bid, if it's true, it's an hard decision. And I get, I said this before the game on Saturday. I get both ways, and a lot of people go, well, you know, we haven't got anybody who can cross the ball like him. But if we've clearly got no money. And if we can get it done and get use that money to get a couple of players in of significance that I'm been talking about, then I would do it. But do you think I'm guessing this uh, transfer director is going to be looking to move on the likes of Gregory and Smith so he can bring in maybe like this Brentford midfielder uh, who's talked about Miles per Harris. Yeah. Um, I, I know the loans, but if Wednesday can get one decent maybe attacking midfielder or a creative midfielder, I think it would help, wouldn't it? You know, um, yeah. Gregory's wages must be quite high, I'd imagine. I don't know. Well, Gregory uh, and Smith, yeah. Smith, I think Smith especially, because we had to entice him. I know we were at Rotherham, but we had to ta- technically you had to entice him down from Championship, didn't we? And he, he, he would have got, not like he wouldn't have got in team at Rotherham last season. Um, it would have been there or thereabouts in team. And same with Heck, we, we, not that they offered him Tons and tons of wages, but you know they had to offer him a lot more than what he was on at, at Rotherham, and when we did, that's why they both came. So yeah, is it, well, he'll, be, he'll be on above average League One wages, that's for sure. There's still what ten days left as of the window, so yep, ten days, thirty first, isn't it? So it's the twenty first today, isn't it? 
Hopefully. I mean, what I, ideally, we need someone in before weekend so they can train over weekend and play the next league game on the Wednesday night against Watford, can't they? But... I suppose that's the only blessing we've been FA Cup for Wednesday this weekend is that they could probably get someone in over the weekend, couldn't they? Um, yeah. um, for the league game. Straight into the squad. Uh, what do you reckon after... for the cup game? Would you play Dawson in case of pens? Uh, <laughs> yeah, well, <it's>... <laughs> <laughs> any, any pens get given, we're all right, aren't we? Beadle um... won't play anyway in cup, maybe. Um, oh, I don't know if he's cup tied, do we? Yeah, if we, we, that's a thing. That's a good point. Though, Joe. He might actually be a lot of people. If he's not cooked, I'd, I'd play him yeah. just to get him used to team. Yeah. yeah, get him used to back four. Even if the back four changes, you know, you're still having that communic- building that communication, aren't you, between the back four or five and all that, or everything else that comes with that. So if he is cup tied though obviously Dawson comes in either way I don't I'm not really bothered I'm all I'm bothered about is Beal getting some games under his belt for the for, for his new club but uh, I'd, I'd half and half team I suppose yeah um, I think that's probably what it'll go there will be changes I don't think there'll be wholesale full team I think there'll be certain players that, that play because of squad depth so you think that Volks and Bannon probably yeah. might play because there is still, you know, we're playing Friday night and we've still got then until Wednesday till the next game. So there is a bit of a rest in between, isn't there? Yeah. In fairness. So it's not like we've got, um, you know, quick games in succession like we did around Christmas time. So I think Ugbo has to play unless he's cup tied. I suppose it's a chance maybe to try, if he has got a, uh, an idea of this midfield situation, maybe to try a new formation or, do you know what I mean? I think if the RB is fit, if the RB is fit to be on bench, he has to play on Friday. Yeah. He has to get some minutes in his legs and see, if, let's just see if he can do it. Um, yeah, for me. But I think I think you'll see probably an half-and-half half team and I think Coventry will also do the same. I think yeah. you'll, be, you'll see one or two of theirs from Saturday. Um, and then I think they'll they'll do the same as us. I would suspect. I don't think they're really as much as more than us. Less bothered than Cup. Maybe but, not. No. Um, but I suppose they've been on a on a great run don't recently. Worry. So you know, yeah. winning lots of stuff. It's one of those, isn't it? It's always a positive either way. Because if you keep winning, you're going. Oh, you don't know who we're going to get. Bit of money and winning brief confidence. Then if you lose, you go, oh, we got three on league, so it doesn't make a difference. But it's like the country; they play on Tuesday next week, so there might be a little bit more kind of what to rest players than that. It's Monday, yeah. I know, but it's a bit more like a normal Saturday, Wednesday, isn't it? So maybe they'll be a bit more inclined to rest a few, but. I suppose they've got some decent players to come in anyway, Coventry, maybe, you know. So. Yeah, I could imagine their squad is a bit bit deeper and it'd be probably a bit because of their their bench is probably a bit better than ours anyway. So Yeah. Yeah. But we'll see. It's one of the I I'm I'd love to go through um just to see if there's a better fourth fifth round draw than a fourth round draw <laughs> than what we both <laughs> what Everton and Wednesday got last time. But yeah, yeah. I, I'm not gonna be too bothered if we go out. Um it is a weird fixture after what's happened, obviously that we talked about at the start of the podcast as well. So, um, Well, yeah, what do you reckon? Yeah. I don't mean the, the incident itself, but what do you, do you think there'll be a weird feeling about the match now because of the um, just the media speculation? I mean, you've, you've got mm. uh, FIFA president talking about Sheffield Wednesday, Coventry City, you know what I mean? Do you think, yeah. do you think, do you think it'll be any different to normal? Or do you think Sheffield Wednesday will do something maybe? Or I don't think, no, I don't think they'll do too but you know, you never know, there might be something planned between, I think it'll both be both clubs. both clubs rather than Wednesday just doing it on their own, I think it'll be a conversation to be had between clubs. Maybe kick it out or something will be there or something. Like yeah, that. I don't know, yeah, obviously the attendance is going to be I mean, they were 28 and a bit, in fairness yeah. on um, Saturday, so great attendance Cops not open again, so it's not going to be 
a big turnout on a Friday night anyway. And um, I'm sure um, they will not sell anywhere near as many as what they sold on Saturday. Uh, at the same time, they'll probably sell a thousand or two or fifteen hundred, but I think other than that, that'll be probably it. So yeah, what I mean, do you think I... about um, what do you think about the other results then? Because obviously Rotherham got a decent point. Um, QPR was... won. QPR won. Huddersfield drew. drew so what we five five points off, aren't we? QPR not, went above us and five points. Not the off. best results really were to be honest. No, could have been worse. We Huddersfield didn't win, but yeah, it's looking like. I think we we said it on the last podcast that we all knew Coventry was the our, our, Coventry was the hardest game out of the, until Leicester. Coventry was the hardest game we've got. Great. Now, yeah, Coventry have sold out their allocation. Have they? <laughs> Four thousand eighty-three. There's probably going to be more Coventry fans there than Wednesday fans. <laughs> <laughs> Might have to open cop just to get some fans in. Yeah, they, they can have cop if they want. Do you know what I mean? They might as well. Yeah. <laughs> no, we can't. We can't do that really. But um, that's fair play. Um, like I said, they're on a bit of a high. The um, they love it, yeah. don't they? But yeah, I think they will. I think the game is not that far, is it? It's not too bad, really. Game one, it's not too bad, is it? For them travelling, I suppose. No, but yeah. going back to this is the fixtures. I think so. What we got? We talked about it last week, but we've got obviously Watford, Huddersfield, Birmingham. The next three games, two at home and Huddersfield away. Those three are. I keep saying it, but they're big games. Two at home and then the big one, obviously Huddersfield away. If we come out of Birmingham at home, we seven points. Positivity is there again. If we don't, or we only get like three, or something like that, and a couple of losses, and we lose the Huddersfield game, then it's looking bleak, and it. I think it defines where we go. Mm. I think, obviously, Wednesday, obviously, it feels a bit worse recently because of the last couple of results and that. But Wednesday, actually, from when Danny first came in, they're in actually a decent position, really, still. You know, they're not they're still well within touching distance. It's just a couple of points still, isn't it, at league? So, um, I think it would probably just one result again and everyone would probably feel quite a lot better, wouldn't they, do you reckon? And that's maybe a little bit Wednesday to beat Watford next week and if things feel a bit better again. Yeah, they're always going to, aren't they? And then it sets us up for we've got the Watford one and then it's the big one in it, really, against Suddersfield. Um that's a yeah. massive game, that one. I think it's probably the biggest game of the season for, for both teams, if I'm if I'm really honest. But I, yeah, we, we need to win Watford at home. We need that good feeling before we go go um over to yeah. West Yorkshire on, on, on the Saturday the third. So yeah, we need to and Watford are a Inconsistent team, um, they can easily go and win us, but they can easily probably do what all did and, and, and get battered by us, I suppose, in, in, that, in that sense. So it'll be a it's a difficult one to call, I think, the Watford game. However, we have to win and we have to turn up, and hopefully, we have one or two more players by then as well. Yeah, so, um, just looking at the league table now, um, do you got any idea how many points maybe Wednesday would need to stay up? So, we're more than halfway through, aren't we? Um, we're on twenty-eight, yeah. so well, yeah, just well, 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 more than halfway. So usually, we always used to say back at the back in the day, it's magic fifty, isn't it, in in football league in when football you got league, you got twenty-four. Yeah. yeah, I'll be honest, I don't think you'll need fifty this season. I no. think forty-five keeps you up. That's interesting. You said that actually I, I, because the two teams relegated, Reading and Black, Blackpool last season. On 44 points. Yeah, I didn't know that to be fair. Cardiff. I wouldn't have seen that. <laughs> and Cardiff, who stayed up, were on 49. But I agree with you. I, I just think 
looking at the points at the moment with the game played, it's, I can't see it anywhere near 50 points. Because it's, it's looking like it wasn't looking like it. It, well, it was looking like it. It wasn't. And now it is. Like it's going to be the three from four again, doesn't it? Because they got we pulled them all in. We all pulled them in, and they just Stoke and Birmingham and Millwall and all the Wolf Plymouth. They've all kind of just crept away a little bit. I, I think it'll take a lot for one of them to get dragged back. You'll need two or three of us to go on a really good run where we're all winning, which won't happen, and them to really be losing a lot because even like Birmingham's turned it around with Mowbray already, and he? he's, he's got what two wins are already. To, he's already got more points than Rooney, pretty much, <laughs> and um, and uh, Schumacher going to Stokes, pretty much sorted them out. All that, yeah, everything. So it is looking like one uh, three from four, isn't it? I think with Huddersfield, you've got like a real oddball situation because you've got that strange owner, American guy, and then you've got Moore who's under a bit of pressure and he hasn't really sort of got his teeth into the team. They don't seem to be signing players. Um, so I think Wednesday have got to be looking to maybe obviously QPR as well, but. I think Huddersfield definitely could go down this season. I won't be surprised if they do, to be honest, with the way they've been. They just don't seem to be capitalising on the other team's poor results enough for me, Huddersfield. They shouldn't be anywhere near that if they've got a few more points. But like Plymouth have pulled away quite easy, like I think we've said in, in previous uh, weeks. If two or three good results, and you never know, you could be out, feel a bit better and be looking behind you a little bit. But um, it's that start what's killed Wednesday, unfortunately. Yeah, no, I, I agree. But it is where we're at, and he'll he'll be judged at the end of the season, won't he? It's not going to be his fault if we do go down, absolutely not. But no. he's still he's shown that he can get him playing, and it's about doing it on a consistent level. So he's still got a job to do, and he's still got to prove himself, hasn't he? And in the end of the day, so yeah, we'll see. But yeah, game not to worry about Friday night, but then um, a massive game on on Wednesday night. We won't really talk about it too much, but. Um, and I'm sure we'll we'll probably do the next podcast after that one, won't we? It's a 50-50 game. I don't know too much about Watford to really talk about it too much, but we need to win. That's all I'm bothered about. <laughs> yeah, I think um, I think for the season now and with Wednesday's experience in the squad, if Wednesday can get to that last two or three games where they're still in it, I think they'd have a good chance of staying up because they've got a lot of good experience players, a lot of been a lot of playoff battles and games like that aren't there over years so I think like, if they can get to that kind of situation I'd be feeling quite positive in, in a way do you know what I mean like Huddersfield yeah. we've got quite a youthful team the QPR the same you never know I think just get, just, just stay just just stay in with it with a shout all the time um, I don't think I don't think I don't think it's going to be cut and dried anyway um, from the I, th- I think, games, it, I think so. it goes to the last three games minimum for sure yeah Not, for, 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 for even for us I don't think we're I, I think even if we're up and puff towards the end towards the end of the season, we're not we don't get out of it properly. I think we're still in about the last three games for sure. Yeah. Um I just wanna one thing because I forgot to mention it. So uh, Greg did also get back to us earlier from it's only a game podcast. Um yeah. and it's probably I know it's you know, we don't really talk about Everton too much on this the, uh, this side of it. But he's asked us uh, which away days are you most looking forward to? Uh, for either Everton or Wednesday for the Redmond this season. So I know what my answer is because I've not I've not got I've not picked many this season. Um but a lot of us some of the people I go to the pub with before the match and other people that I know, um even one or two from work, etc. We're all going to we're all gonna gonna Blackburn away. Blackburn, yeah, nice one, yeah. Third third to last 
game of the season. Uh, so we got our last game is away at Sunderland, so it's his second to last away game. Um, but they give you like seven thousand, like that full away and top and bottom. So we're all yeah. knowing whether how many points you've got or not. We're all we're all we're all sounding getting one. So that one, I've never been to Blackburn either. So it's the ground. I don't even know why. I've just never been to Blackburn. It's quite. It's a good one, yeah. Yeah, um, and we're gonna go. Think, not bad. Plan is maybe minibus it down rather than train because there's enough of us. So yeah, yeah, yeah. Looking forward to that. Well, there may be one or two. I'll go in between all that, but I think that's the the main one for me. Is it? Are you, are you planning on any? Yeah, I will go to a few Everton away games before now end the season, but I'm not actually looking forward to any of them because they're all ones I've been to hundred times. But um, same same teams, but <laughs> I'm actually most looking forward to a potential if we can get beat Luton in FA Cup at home. What a draw brings because I think we've said it before on here and, and the Everton one as well. Like kind of thing, I'm more interested in going to like football league grounds really. Yeah, some, uh, someone away that you've not been to before that's not not down on yeah, not down on the south Black- coast. Coventry did beat Wednesday. I've never been there. MK Dons, you know what I mean? Like, just yeah. they're probably shit grounds for you. But you know, I've never been to half of them. So. Yeah, and you get a lot of tickets in some of them as well. Yeah, like MK Dons would probably have more Everton fans than MK Don fans. That, that, I saw a picture actually of MK Dons v Markham, and it looked like there were about five people, and it's all about twenty five thousand. Twenty twenty seven, yeah, twenty seven, something like that. Yeah, picture embarrassing. I don't know why there's so many stands open. It's just I, they spread them out. It's mental. Literally, but I think when I went, I went last season, first away game last season. There were quite. I remember all fans going down. Yeah, what we told about what seven thousand or something like that. I don't know, but um, oh, MK Don fans. They're definitely more Wednesday fans than MK Don fans there, and they're all spread out. Just mental, yeah. absolutely well, mental. Just put them all behind net or outside or whatever. I don't know, but just don't have it. No atmosphere. It's shocking. <laughs> Is there anything else you want to say before we finish? Uh, no, no, that's it. I'm a bit doom and gloom. Apologies to everyone for the depressing episode. Yeah. Uh, we'll try and try and be positive. I um, don't care about Coventry, but hopefully we'll win against uh, Watford and we'll, we'll next recording nice and positive. But I still I still have faith, um, but it's it can be a bit hard sometimes. But yeah, I'm sure we'll all keep going. Yeah, it's a tough division, to be fair, for every team. And it was in Leicester, dropping a few points recently as well. You know, it... it Wednesday could do with a few signings, really. That's the main thing, I think, this week now. Hopefully yeah. they get some players in. <laughs> yeah. Right, nice one. All right, all the best, everyone, in a bit. Thank you for listening. If you enjoyed, please like, share and follow. See you soon.